And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the Parish Pump Podcast. Councillor Dermot Daisy O'Brien is here with you again. And I want to kick off with a question. Can you recall the most memorable, joyful moment you've had in your life? The most memorable football match you've ever been at? Maybe Bright Wonders winning the FAI Cup. Do you remember where you were or the moment when Katie Taylor won her Olympic gold medal? Were you at any of the climate protests recently? And did you, do you, can you remember and tap into how that felt? Because these are collective emotion events. And within them, there is this huge sense of connection with others. It's almost tribal. And the positive side of that is this human experience that connects us in the in the most positive way possible when some when someone scores a goal in a cup final whether it's a child in the schoolboy football or whether it's your favorite team in the world cup final whatever um i remember being at the celtic in parkhead when celtic beat barcelona in the champions league and i will never forget the moment when the goal went in that assured us that we would win we we even conceded after that but the joy in the stand and f- all the people around me uh, I'll never forget it and when I think about it I am transported back to that moment it's unbelievable Um, and what's interesting is you don't picture yourself as an individual in those moments you picture yourself as part of a collective and that's what interests me at the moment um, in terms of this the COVID-19 pandemic um, it took me a while to get to mention it, but that is the context within which I want to explore the impact of the loss or the absence of our rituals and our routines and even rites of passage or the tribal gatherings that are so important to us as as humans. And I would frame that in this sense of the collective human experience. Um, and what I really, what fascinates me at the moment is the collective experiences of positivity and joy alongside the collective experiences of pain and hurt because both of those um, are fundamentally important to us as human beings because both of them, within both of them, there's deep connection. Um, And so if we flip it over and we, you know, you wonder um, the saddest moment or most painful moment you've ever experienced, people can also transport themselves back to that. Um, a funeral you'll never forget. A community grieving that will always be in your memory. Uh, a family journey through a devastating experience. Um, or some or an unexpected and unforeseen tragedy um, that is engraved in your soul. Um, these are painful experiences and they represent struggle but within them there is also uh, moments of collective hurt and collective pain and that's these rituals that we undertake and there's something really special about the Irish how Irish the Irish culture does funerals or has done in the past it's you know this idea of a wake where it's uh, you know the body is in the room and everyone sits around and it's kind of infused with storytelling and 
kind of revelry and there's there's just something about it that is f- this fine balance between positivity and pain and it's more about a celebration of the life of someone rather than the devastation of their death but within that it's a collective emotive experience and that's how that serves us that serves us as we navigate the that as a tough time and the same when communities gather and uh, whether it's at a memorial event um, or a funeral um, or you're just gathering um, on an anniversary and these are moments where our collective emotion and the sharing on whatever level it happens when we sit in pain together and when we suffer together then that really does help us to kind of navigate our way through that or to even place it in the place in our mind where it's manageable and it doesn't uh, define us every single day so you know when we zoom out from that those two kind of there's this it's like yin and yang, the positive and negative, uh, in terms of our rituals and routines. Um, they're they're not available at the moment. And if we consider how hard it must be for someone who can't attend the funeral of a loved one, and again for someone who's got a significant birthday or a marriage that was in the diary that now can't be fulfilled, um, that has a an impact on us and and you know we could go through the list of for me even as a as a county councillor there's meetings that aren't happening they're deferred and yeah and they are rituals in their own right and some of them are even serious and we have big responsibility in there um and you know with within all that within the meetings and the decision making structures and there's also handshaking and there's not many there's not much hugging i'll be be honest um but when we look at all the other rituals in our lives, like like that death, birth, people are being born every day, um, even though we're in the midst of this horrific pandemic. Um, people are celebrating anniversaries, birthdays, even the Sunday dinner when families usually get together. And without the handshakes and the hugs and the two kisses on each cheek and um, these uh, elements of our rituals, when they are when they are gone, there's something to wonder about that. Um, for young people, when we think about rites of passage, um, as much as we give out about the leaving cert or moving from primary to secondary, there's a very real, again, that there's collective emotion in that. There's, um, there's the graduation, there's the going out together to celebrate, there's going on holidays together to kind of, you know, recognize a moment of change um, and movement in, in your life. So, you know, the leaving cert at the end of primary school, some, some primary school kids might not go back to school to finish out their time before they go on to secondary school. And that's quite symbolic. There's something there's a, something missing there. There's something absent. There's people who have college exams and and that might be a stepping stone to another course or going out to the to the jobs market. Um and they might have they might have been doing all their preparation and now they have to adapt and adjust and be be judged differently if if they can't do exams and have to do assignments instead or there's a new way of doing it. Um people who are on placements um, and even this, the kids in doing the day-to-day homework, you know, that schoolwork is now homework and it's all kind of wrapped into one. Um, 
And that is having an impact because within the, the missing element, you know, as much as we try and replicate what we have to do, even in the work sense, working from home, Zoom meetings, Skype meetings, emails, phone calls, there's no human connection in there. Um, and there's certainly no collective anything, you, you know, you're not sitting in the canteen with anyone at lunchtime, you know, you're sitting at your kitchen table or wherever you are uh, as an individual. Um, not to mention people, you know, who are involved in sports and the ritual of training during the week and preparing for the match or, you know, whether you're a boxer or a football or a ga player that, you know, getting ready before all the rituals that happen before the kickoff or before the first, the bell rings, um, the chat from the coach, the hugs, the, con you know, consoling or celebrating after, after the, the event, these are all, again, collective emotive experiences um, that are missing. And, and even if we kind of look at the superficial world of socializing, um, there's so many rituals in that as well, like buying someone a drink, buying your, your friend a drink or someone you haven't seen in a while and kind of using that symbolic moment to say, oh, I'm connected with you. I want to let me buy this drink for you or let me take you out for lunch or for dinner. Um, going dancing with friends. There's a, a physical, emotive connection happening uh, when you're on the dance floor together and you're sharing an experience, um, sitting together in a cafe and sharing the stories of what's happened to you during the week or on that day or what are your stresses and strains or what are your you know, joys and what's positive about your life right now. Um, even doing the silly, embarrassing things, these they're also rites of passage, getting maybe drinking too much and doing something silly or embarrassing, that forms into a part of the story of your life. Um, and that's not happening at the moment because we're all behind closed doors, you know. We're not uh, able to share the energy in our, in the gym, uh, when, especially if the gym is a community gym where there's relationships between the coaches and, uh, and the gym members and between each other and that kind of feeds the energy of the workouts and... Um, all those rituals and routines are, are gone at the moment. And, you know, for me, there's something, it, it's important to recognize that. And, you know, that might, it might sound like I've just done a whole 10 minutes of gloom and just opened up a, a big fat mirror into all the things that aren't happening and why we should be miserable because of that. Um, but truthfully, I, you know, it's been running around my head and I've been wondering on it. And we've had personal experiences within my own family and um, direct impact, negative impact of this virus that's traveling across the world at the moment. And it does challenge you to um, reflect on what's missing and how you compensate for that. And if you can't do the rituals, then find a way, you know, if you can't go to a funeral, then create a shrine in your house or in your garden. Um, if you can't um, obviously do physical contact or connect with people, do the next best thing. Um, but all the while, I think we have to just be recognize the, the impact it's having on us and accept that this isn't normal and that we can look forward to the end of this um, with a sense of purpose for how we will do reconnecting again and how we will celebrate those really simple rituals and routines that are that were very much kind of normalized in our daily routines but i think at the moment we're getting a chance to 
step out of it and look back on what has been our normal lives and almost recognize that all those little parts were really the significant parts. So, you know, I think if we can look forward with a sense of purpose in terms of how we will celebrate human connection and place a value on collective emotion, um, I think that might serve us a little bit on this journey through what is, for many people, a, a, a deep, deep struggle. And even though we don't know when the end will come, we have to believe that it will. Take care, everyone. Talk to you soon.